Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Tuesday, August the 24th, is the day chosen to honor the memory of St. Bartholomew. If you didn't know that, now you have a factoid for your next game, I guess. August the 24th. He was clearly one of the disciples, but it would seem that very little is known about him. He may have carried the word of our new faith and understanding of how God works to India. And he was probably tortured, dying a martyr's death. The scripture lessons that were chosen for his day are interesting. The words from Paul to the church in Corinth, rather bleak picture of discipleship. Apostles are called last of all the and sentenced to death, fools for Christ, Paul says. Tonight's gospel doesn't do much to raise up that point of view or improve the image of the gospel or of the disciples. In this passage in the Gospel of Luke, we hear the story of the Last Supper. We've been hearing sections of that in the last couple of weeks. Jesus had secured a dining room. In one version, he even washed the feet of the disciples. Peter tried to resist that and was told he better join up or he'd have to leave. In this particular section, he has offered the bread and the wine. As Antonio Anthony mentioned last week, it's, it's not an easy concept to, to take on. Well, tonight we join the story of that dinner party again when the group has kind of taken a break. Jesus must have walked away for a minute. And when he comes back, he finds them arguing about the seating arrangement. Apparently, the dinner table was set up in a square. When I went to, took a group to the Holy Lands, we had a dinner after our weeks there, and they set up the table that way. And the, the host, or, or the chief, sits in the center of the table, and according to this, uh, at that time, the next person on the right was the next most important person, and the person on the left was the next most important, and it went on around the table like that till you got to the end, and that was the least important person at the table. Well, the disciples were arguing about which one should be seated in what seat. In order that the most honored the person on the right, the next highest, the left on the table. So who would be the least important? Somehow out there on the edges. Jesus comes back and hears them talking about who is the greatest? Who should sit closest to the leader? It's apparent to Jesus at this point that these men who have followed him from the beginning and are with him now, a number of people have left him by this point. They, they couldn't take some of the other things he was saying. But at this point, these 12 have been there. They've been faithful. They don't get it. They miss the point. Jesus washed their feet. He's broken bread. He's shared wine. 
hinting that he knows what's coming. Intuitively, three years they've been together, breaking dietary laws, healing people on the Sabbath, feeding thousands from a few scraps. His ministry started out with the healing of Peter's mother-in-law and then changing water into wine at a wedding. He's developed a large following of people, people that are hanging on to every word, seeking his healing power for themselves, for their children. But the very fact of that crowd's gathering is a problem, a problem for the Roman authorities and a problem for the leadership of the temple who's responsible to Rome to keep the peace. Those people are looking for a Messiah, an image that is built out of the stories of Moses and King David, powerful men who lead people out of slavery, who build temples, who create rituals and rules. John the Baptist came out of the desert crying, repent. And Jesus spoke of love of self and of others, of giving up everything to follow him. Fools for the sake of Christ. That night after dinner must have been hard for Jesus. He intuits that the end is near. He lovingly invites these people who have been with him from the beginning to this final dinner. Later, he will ask them to stay awake while he goes off into the garden to pray and he will return twice to find them sleeping. Hard times and then crucifixion. So 2,000 years later, we could ask, have things really changed? (laughs) Would the apostle Bartholomew be any more wise? Would he be interested in the seating chart? His place in the power structure? We could show him some pictures. Pictures of power and greed continuing to be played out. Pictures of people falling off of airplanes, trying to escape a failed attempt to subdue a people. Children starving in the midst of a disaster in a poor nation hit by an earthquake, mudslides and floods And we could show him some stories about people in our neighborhoods shooting into cars and children in neighborhoods in which we live. Paul says that we are fools for Christ. Jesus tells his disciples that the benefactor, the the Greek word here is the leader, will not be the guest of honor but the one who serves the food. It's not the person who is being served. It's those who are doing the work of service. It's the act of serving. If we had joined Jesus for dinner tonight, he might say to us, (laughs) look at your neighbor. 
become an essential worker, maybe. Put the interests, the needs of others ahead of your own. Jesus said to those who stood with him in his trials, you are now invited to eat and drink at my table in the kingdom of God, at my table now. That's our invitation as well. Amen. Peace of God that passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.